0: Hello, and welcome to this month's One Up Pod, where we're talking all of our quirks, our obsessions, our styles, our gaming foibles. Your host this month is Becky, and I'm here with Bash. Oh, not who was gone? <laughs> not here.
1: Hello, hello. <laughs> Are you there?
2: Are you
0: there?
1: <laughs> yeah, I said a hey, up. Oh no, there was
0: nothing from you. <laughs>
3: there was nothing.
0: Excellent. <sighs> Great, Chip.
2: Yeah, hello. You're right.
0: <laughs> and Andy.
2: Fuck up, Waters. <laughs>
0: Sure. I think that's where we're all at this evening. So before we dive into this month's topic, what have we all been playing? I'm going to throw to Chip first.
3: Cool. Hello. I've had quite a busy month, actually. I Since we last recorded, I finished uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Nice. After sinking like 130 hours into it. I then switched into something I knew would be smaller because I I needed that after playing a big open world game. So I played Firewatch for the first time, uh, which I really, really did love. All the good things I've heard about it. All true. Um, It's a really, really simple game. Very powerful. But then for God knows some reason, I decided to replay Batman Arkham Knight. Uh, I actually do know the reason behind it. It's because I played the three other Arkham games uh, last year. So I kind of, I wanted to finish off the franchise in a weird sort of way. Maybe that'll be one of my gaming foibles. We shall see. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I can't really add anything to Arkham Knight that we don't already know. The non-Batmobile stuff is mostly good, but that's about it.
0: So it, I was just going to say, it didn't change your mind then? It, uh,
3: Yes and no. I played it on easy, so it meant the Batmobile stuff I could just breeze through. That did make a big difference. So I probably did like it a bit more, but it's still the worst one out of the lot. And then I went back to something shorter again because I played What Remains of Edith Finch, um, which I finished in a single evening and really loved because oh, it's really lovely and really sad. My
0: heart. I loved that game. but Oh, I cried.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm really glad I got around to it eventually because, again, heard so many good things and it was nice to play something completely different. And now I'm replaying GTA 4 again on PC. As I remember, I can't remember if it was me or you, Andy, but one of us, or maybe both of us, was talking about it at some point on the pod. Yeah. Might have been Games That Made
2: Us or something. I think it was the GTA Trilogy review.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You are spot on. You're absolutely right. And ever since we did that, it's made me want to play it again. So that's where I am now. And yeah, I really like it. I still think it's really underrated, apart from the drive-in, which sucks still I really hate it and then also I've been playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey again oh I'm <laughs> right so glad that came back <laughs> <laughs> on my it birthday yeah <laughs> 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 it was my gift to you and that's probably why you unfollowed me on everything but you know it's <laughs> it's good to be back uh we'll finish it eventually
0: <laughs> next decade maybe hopefully yeah. yeah Andy what about you
2: I'm uh, still playing Elden Ring uh it's still my game of the year i finally <laughs> beat uh the star general Rodan. uh Ooh. i started fighting him like right before we recorded our review and i beat him on my birthday nice i almost died when i was doing it because i got a notification telling me chip was playing assassin's creed and i like <laughs> you know, dropped my controller in shock you but can't put that on me <laughs> <laughs> so it was about like it, i think that took me about two and a half weeks to finally crack him yeah i was i was relieved i'll say that much mm. and i've also been playing a lot of uh dune spice wars which is like i'm a, I'm a big 4 uh, strategy fan so uh this is this is one of my favorites of that type it's in early access at the moment so there's still a lot of stuff being introduced i did a preview for the website so it's, if you want to hear more check that out I've also been playing more WWE 2K22, even though every time they introduce a new fix, it seems to break something that I need them to <laughs> use. It's making it very frustrating to play anything in that game.
3: Yeah, we need to go back and re-review that, I think.
2: I think we do need to do a re yeah. on that review, because they're oh, no, really fucking the bed on this one.
1: Oh. They've
3: just broken a lot of stuff. Yeah, It's quite annoying.
1: Oh, Sasha! Well, hello, Becky. It's a pleasure to be here. Well... I'll allow you one guesses as to what I have been playing.
0: I mean, do we need to? I think even the audience will (laughs) be able to guess at this point.
1: (laughs) I'm just looking at my Steam record, and apparently I have played 90 hours in the last two weeks. (laughs) The last two weeks?
0: Impressive. Ah,
1: Sasha. This is Final Fantasy XIV online, for those who are curious and are not aware of how much time I play spent. Spend, play, time, game. That. Yep, those are all <laughs> <Yes>. words. they <laughs> are all very tired people. <laughs> I know how to sentence. I make good word. Um, you
0: said all the right words, just not necessarily in any particular order. No.
1: <laughs> I thought this might be um, fun to call out there. Aside from that, I had, I did do a demo day for Ludo Narrocon. That was a couple of weeks back so i got to play a bunch of demos so that is something that i did that was a little bit different and i think we can all agree those who watched anyway that the absolute winner of that was a game called card shark absolutely 100 percent.
0: i need it in my life
1: like it was the runaway hit of the day like i streamed for something like eight hours um and played 11 games and like that one we streamed for about three hours (laughs) yeah we just would not put it down it's it's
2: an insanely long demo it's an insanely it's very long
1: demo. Yeah.
0: And, like, you wouldn't think a game based on 17th century, or, well, no, it's late 17th century con artists and card games would be as compelling, but it's, oh my God, it's brilliant. The writing, the style,
1: the aesthetic. Oh, I love it. I and haven't even played it. And the mechanics, it yet, like, the card <laughs> game mechanics are really fun as oh, well. Oh, they're really clever. Like, yeah. learning all the different tricks. So that was like my runaway winner and then my runaway winner off stream was a space for the unbound which is a game i've been waiting for for ages anyway it's kind of a pixel graphic uh, mystery there's a magic book i got i you play the prologue which is pretty cool it definitely got me hyped enough to be like no yep i made the right decision putting this on my wish list like ages ago so those are my two
0: nice yeah so i've been playing elden ring still I've just completed the Academy bit, which I Ooh. was really pleased about, because that boss was annoying as
2: fuck. Oh, yeah.
0: Because <laughs> you think you've done it. little around and... the sides. Yeah, yeah. The weird... And the singing. Bleah. Yeah. Every time I think that game can't freak me out, it introduces, like, a floating ball of heads, and you're like, great, here we go. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, so still loving Elden Ring. I'm still dying a lot on it, but I'm still really enjoying it, which I'm, just, I'm still baffled by the fact I love this game so much. And I've also gone back to Old Faithful, and I've been playing The Sims quite a bit, because uh, I'm going through quite a stressful, anxious period in my life. And as soon as I do that, I start playing The Sims again, because I can at least control little people and their homes. And even if my own life is spinning on an axis, I can't figure out. The Sims are there, and I feel better. So, yeah, The Sims is like pure anxiety gaming.
3: <laughs> but do you play it in a way that is nice, relaxing, or do you, like, drown them in pools?
0: Oh, no, I yeah, play like it in I, a way I, that's I... relaxing. Everything is very ordered.
3: Okay, cool. That was I was just mostly checking in with you at that point. Yeah,
0: no, no, no I haven't got... To, I'm not quite, like, at the psychological level of, you know, mass murder of Sims.
2: Okay, cool. We'll talk then.
0: Yeah, so we're, we're good. You don't have to
2: call me out like that.
0: No, no, I just like them to be really good at their jobs. <laughs> I'm not a very exciting, spiralling person.
2: That's probably a good thing.
0: Yeah, no, I'm not saying
2: it's a bad thing. (laughs) We don't need that much entertainment value, please. It's fine.
0: And so, should we move on to our main topic? For those who don't know what a foible is, it is a definition, according to Google, a minor weakness or eccentricity in someone's character. But we're taking it as our uh, eccentricities and weaknesses in our gaming styles. And also, I just, I really like the word foible. And I'm going to really enjoy saying it a lot during this episode. Because it's it's just got a nice, like, round sound to it. Foible. Foible. So yeah, so I've asked the gang to come up with ideas around their kind of play styles, the kind of games that they gravitate towards, and also just generally the kind of quirks and specific things they tend to do during gaming sessions. Let's start with what kind of games we tend to gravitate towards, because then we can branch out from there. I'm doing lots of hand gestures, which I'm aware you can't see, but I'd like you to imagine them. I can hear them. Thank you.
2: <laughs> Edit them out, if you can.
0: So yeah, who wants to go first, what kind of games would you tend to pick out of a crowd? Andy.
2: Oh, I don't even get a chance to volunteer, okay.
0: <laughs> I realised, like, the last time I asked who wanted to go first, we all said, sat in silence for ages, so I just thought... Yeah, yeah,
2: fine. we're all too polite. Yeah, that's fine.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, that's I... what it is, Chip. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's is not just the anxiety.
0: <laughs> Social awkwardness.
2: Yeah, so I, I tend to... It's probably going to be no surprise to anyone who listens to this podcast a lot, but if you're new to this, I tend to like open world games quite a lot, especially anything by Rockstar. Uh, I like stealth-like components in games. I, I really like uh, stealth games like Hitman. I like, uh like I mentioned before with Dune, uh forex strategy games. I like moral choice games, like from uh, Telltale. I like any game with like a morality-based mechanic, like Papers, Please or Not Tonight. I just... I tend to gravitate towards game genres that make me question whether I'm a piece of shit or not, I
0: guess. <laughs> 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 well, self-analysis <laughs> is always a good thing.
2: <laughs> yeah, I just, as I was writing that list of things out, it just started coming to me going, holy shit, yeah. They are they all are like kind of games where they give you the freedom to be a shit and you have to decide whether you want to do that or not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's going to come up um, with me as well because morality-based games, I struggle to escape my own... <laughs> like outlook on life
3: Oh, well, i'm worried we're all going to learn something about each other in this one
0: <laughs> that's You're the idea not.
3: <laughs> it's not a therapy session
0: <laughs> oh let's face it i think we've given up on like these are definitely <laughs> our therapy sessions together
2: i still remember you talking about being envious of sterile Garrett in yep. a, i can't remember what episode yep. it was but you were very jealous <laughs> of someone for being sterile yeah so
3: yeah that was that was just i just misspoke uh-huh. i i uh uh, yes what what kind of games
0: do you gravitate towards?
3: (laughs) (laughs) mostly where the protagonists are sterile (laughs) is what i tend to go for
0: no kids cool
3: (laughs) now i like to think i like to think i like a whole variety of games but i think i probably lean more into anything that's a bit actiony you know which uh i realise does cover you know, most games ever, um, <laughs> but it's probably only more in the second half of my gaming life, which I guess is the second half of my life, that I feel like I've played more smaller stuff, indie stuff, things like getting into Stardew or a puzzler like Portal, for instance, all came within yeah the second part of my gaming history. I I don't think there's not a lot of things I wouldn't at least give a try, you know? I think anything, you know, maybe something like a strategy game like Andy was talking about, I know they're not really my bag, but that's mostly because I am bad at them. uh, (laughs) And that feeds into anything with a really high difficulty as well, I'll tend to ignore nowadays as I just don't have the freaking patience to deal with them. Uh, Like, I tried Dark Souls back in the 360 days, but I knew then it wasn't for me. And, like, I've seen Bash um, speedrun Celeste, (laughs) and I uh, (laughs) don't fancy giving that a go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was called the speedrun, right?
2: Mm. No. no I, th- I think she talked up doing <laughs> a speed run, and we all laughed at her. Yeah, I don't
0: think it's even been attempted at this stage.
3: Oh, it, it's coming. I'm coming. It's I'm not, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not coming.
0: <laughs> chip, chip. <laughs> this is not a fair procession
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: sterile, <no>. <laughs>
3: <laughs> So that's why I stand un- uh, st- uh, stay away from speed runs. <laughs> <thing> <laughs> I like sterile. them too
1: much. Yeah.
3: Uh, whew. Oh, it's really warm in here. Is anyone else warm?
2: It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, just the fires of the hell nipping rush. at your ankles.
3: Oh god. Foibles. I'm a foible, I'm a human foible, apparently. <laughs> or oh, uh, <laughs> something new like Returnal, just to bring it back on fucking track. Um that seemed to have like a high difficulty as well, so you know, I was always gonna avoid that, even though it was I think it was one of the early releases on the PS5. Um it was just you know, not for me. I think it's kind of rare that I don't really finish a game either. Although I say that and, like, within the few last few months, I've given up with Control and Psychonauts. But doing this podcast has led me to playing a lot of new games as well, which I might not have tried before. Uh, so I just I just really like video games. They're really ace, and I, I wish I could spend my life playing them.
0: It's a good job we have a video game podcast with the then. Yeah, it
3: works out pretty well. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it did until a few
2: minutes ago. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now we know you really like them. A bit too much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a foible.
0: <laughs> Bash. How about you, follow Chip, please.
1: <laughs> I'm trying. Um, <laughs> well, so that dude Behind him, I guess. Do I gravitate to <laughs> a, <laughs> to a particular kind of game? No.
0: <laughs> so, Great.
1: Well no, it's it's a really tough one, I find you you know that this is gonna come up a lot probably as we discuss things. Um I'm like a fucking magpie with games. Um a magpie that has um hyper focus issues and, <laughs> and what I mean is I need to find the right shiny thing and then it's the only shiny thing in the world that I care about.
0: See ninety hours on Final Fantasy Fourteen online in the last two weeks.
1: Oh god, I dread to think how many hours I've put into Final Fantasy fourteen online. <laughs> this year, the games that I've loved, there's been Persona 5, which is absolutely nothing like Final Fantasy. I also played Spiritfarer, which is nothing like either of those two games. You mentioned Celeste there, that's an entirely different kind of game again. I just, I literally, I flit about, I think, I mean, Nia probably has some spiritual similar similarities to... Final Fantasy so there's a strong argument increasingly that JRPG games tend to have like a weirdness about them that really appeals to me yeah I think like my taste is incredibly broad but also oddly specific hence in the last episode (laughs) where I listed off it with some 20 games that I tried and I didn't settle on anything It, it has to be the right shiny thing but there is nothing at all that can predict what that shiny thing is going to be, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, which is really cool because I mean, some of my favorite game recommendations have come from you, just like finding random shit and telling me about it. I think it absolutely works like that. I love the <laughs> the idea that you're <laughs> a magpie that has very specific taste that's also very broad. It's amazing. It sums you up to a T. <laughs> well, there you go. How about yourself? So I, I'm a bit like Andy, I think, in terms of like big open world games, fantasy RPGs especially. Like, stick me in front of Dragon Age or Skyrim and you'll lose me for hours. Elden Ring is another example now. Yeah, I tend to like, obviously, very ordered life simulators, like The Sims and Stardew, Animal Crossing. Anything where I can like impose my own kind of order on things, whether that's like, you know... The ability to explore, or decorate a house, or <laughs> buy really cool outfits, which we'll get into later. I I have I have sort of tried to broaden out into things like platformers because I used to play pa- platformers a lot as a kid, and I feel like I've lost the kind of the the platformer know how of being able to navigate a map. So I've been playing um, what lies in the multiverse based on Andy's recommendation. So just get kind of like trying to try new things, but I will always come back to the big, you know, fantasy open world or Western open world. If you think about Red Dead, I like both freedom and order, which is my own personal <laughs> contradiction.
2: So, like, yeah, well, I think like personal contradictions are going to come up like, fairly frequently on this episode because that's just what people are. Mm. Just a bunch of contradictions crammed together
0: and i th- I think it's really interesting as well, like the like kind of the different styles that we all tend to to favor there's a lot of crossover, but they're all kind of like they're all kind of individual to us and very reflective of our individual personalities, which i thought I found quite interesting. It's like a big sort of Venn diagram of chaos and genres. <laughs> Welcome
1: to the one up podcast <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, us four in particular, I feel.
1: What I will say is nothing that any of the three of you said was surprising to me. (laughs) And I like to think I'm pretty good at recommendations at this point. But I have been told in the past that I'm quite hard to recommend for. In the sense that I'll try anything. But again, what sticks and what doesn't can depend what, what way the wind's blowing, to be fair.
0: Yeah, I feel like I could recommend to you very specific stuff depending on what kind of mood you were in but it would it would be situational rather than me playing a good game and thinking Sasha would like this it would be oh Sasha's in this kind of mood she might enjoy this whereas I think with Andy and Chip I could just be like I think you're right like this game and you know yeah it's much easier
2: yeah like with 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 Bash I, I might recommend something but I would never like open with oh you'll love this I'd, mm. there'd always be like a certain caution like i said you might not i, I wouldn't recommend something that cost a lot of money to buy basically because i wouldn't want to like risk her wasting her money because i'm
1: cheap as shit no i do I have mean, a lot, have of the, 50% lot of the best no. get cheap i do have my 50 percent or no rule though yeah. about games unless yeah. it's a deck game i'm desperate to play i won't buy it unless it's 50 percent off
0: <laughs> that's such a yorkshire gamer <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm northern <laughs> <laughs> i won't pay out unless i want to <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> so with the kind of the, the genres and styles of games how would people describe play styles so i like for example i tend to think of myself as a strategist and I will tend to approach things quite strategically in simulated games. This is great. And it works in my favor because I'll make a ton of money off a corn crop without really thinking. But when it comes to like fantasy RPGs, I like I tend to approach things. It feels a bit like our DD games. You know, you come up with this amazing plan and tactics and you think, yes, this is exactly how it's going to go. And then something goes wrong and I end up button mashing or running away or just generally kind of setting things <laughs> on fire in the hope that it'll work. Again, that contradiction thing <laughs> where I've definitely got a higher opinion of my ability to strategize than I think my gaming history suggests.
3: Maybe you should become a politician.
0: Absolutely not. Have you seen them? No.
3: Unfortunately, yeah.
2: I like myself yeah. I think you highly of Becky to think she should do that. <laughs> Yeah, with my play style, it kind of veers wildly between two different approaches. I, I Sometimes I'm like Becky, I'm very strategic, I'm perhaps a bit overly cautious. Or sometimes I'm just like an absolute fucking lemming. <laughs> uh, so it doesn't matter what genre of game it is, it could be like hack and slash, like, uh, strategy games, a platformer, Dungeons and Dragons, fucking Cluedo, it's like i'm either like taking way too much time thinking things through or i'm like cutting the brakes off my car and just letting it roll down the hill <laughs> like, th- there's no middle ground it just and it depends entirely on my mood of the day like it's hard to predict how i'm going to be and it, both ty- i've used both many times in elden ring like it takes a while to work out which one's the best tactic
0: mm. yeah elden ring has really forced me to analyze my playstyle in a way that I didn't think it was going to, because the button mashing thing doesn't necessarily work. But also, I will commit to it, and I will try <laughs> and win my way. <laughs> Which I know has frustrated my boyfriend when he's watched me play, because he'll be like, why are you doing that? I'm like, because eventually it will work. <laughs>
3: eventually. Eventually. Is it like the monkey with the typewriters kind of thing? Yeah,
0: exactly. At some point, I will accidentally hit upon the way to win, but I will not find it readily. Chep, <laughs> how about you?
3: I think my style is quite similar to yours in a way. Uh, I'd say mine is quite patient and standoffish. So I'll, I'll happily scout an entire area to make sure... I know all the enemies are are nearby if they're tagged or I know their kind of their pattern of their movement. I know the entrances. And then I think I'll just try rather than actually have a plan of, you know, whatever your strategy would be then I'll I'll mostly just try and pick them off from afar or one by one if I can Mm. from like stealthy positions. And we'll just try and avoid any battles I can. And if that goes terribly wrong, I will run away wait for all the uh, enemy npcs to be like oh guess who's gone then and then just sort of like sneak back in and try again yeah yeah that's the way i like to play games i get too panicked if it's just like too much action going on at once and nah doesn't work for me
0: yeah I, that's the thing like um, in horizon i will very often try and pick off as many things by stealth before i engage in any kind of melee stuff yes doesn't always work and forbidden west has made that even more difficult <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes it has yep. we should talk about that sometime
0: yeah we really should and I've left Sasha to last because I really can't wait to find out how you describe your playstyle. because I know how I would describe it
1: well we we have the word for it right free from yeah. <laughs> like I don't have a, a playstyle. I defy playstyle. I <laughs> I have whatever mood I'm in in that minute I don't strategize I don't I don't do planning. I hate games that need me to do that. <laughs> I like, I like to run in if it's if it's a I don't know a game that has any kind of I guess shooty or that kind of mechanic. i like shooty mechanics, a shooty mechanics. I like to just be able to run in and fuck shit up, <laughs> <laughs> like just get it done. Jfdi, like I I can't anything that's like and now you need to stealth around. I'm like ah oh, ah oh. the the only time i think where i've been any good at that had any sort of patience for that was like the spider man and batman arkham Mm. games because it's practically impossible to do it any other way but they felt like puzzles to me so puzzles is different puzzles is fine but yeah if i'm doing like hack and slash or shoot 'em up or any of those kind of things i'm like no i just want to go in and fuck shit up i don't want to have to think about it like (laughs) Ew. And I think that what that's what makes you
0: such an entertaining streamer because I can I can predict how you're gonna approach something. I can't predict how it's gonna play out. <laughs> See early L A Noir streams and punching a citizen. Oh, works
3: of art. <laughs> works of art those early streams.
0: Just chaos and art in one place.
3: Yeah, they should be in a gallery somewhere, I think. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. They, they are for all time.
1: <laughs> Look, when people were in the way when I was running past them, it's not that that's their problem. Like,
2: uh, <laughs> I became... when you shot the hostage?
1: I became their problem. <laughs> I'm not... <laughs> oh, you
0: shooting the hostage repeatedly was possibly... A, a, Accurate, a high, I guess. Like, yeah, like, not for the hostage, obviously, because they just kept dying as this police officer who was supposed to save them kept shooting them in the
3: face it's not being the hostage you're like oh a police person is here they will save me what why have they shot me the police person <laughs>
0: <laughs> look I, they're I'm just not... in this very horrible groundhog day where they're just not being saved
1: <laughs> i know for a fact that you becky have gotten frustrated watching me play certain games because i yeah. can have to do a thing over and over again because i will simply refuse to learn my lesson
0: <laughs> or follow the the like what the game is telling you to do
1: oh yeah no fuck tutorials i'll yeah. just i'll figure it out it's fine <laughs> <laughs> i genuinely think the only reason i've been able to stick with final fantasy 14 in a way that i haven't many other games is the sheer diversity of things that you can do in that game And it appeals massively to the magpie in me. It's just, yeah, every couple of days, I'll just start something else. And it's perplexing to people that I know that play it. They'll be like, (laughs) I thought you were doing this thing. And I'm like, yeah, I was. And I'll go back to it. I've just started something else and something else and something else. And it's why I have like a full quest log (laughs) of things to do. And I'm like, yeah, I'll get to it eventually. It's fine. It's fine. And there's all, because there's all the different jobs and stuff, you can pick things that appeal to what your play style is that day. So sometimes I want to stand on the side and cast magic from afar. And sometimes I want to um, stab people in the face up close. So, <laughs> and I get to do that. <laughs> and sometimes I just want to, I just want to go and make bread and you can do that as well. So, you know. Wait,
0: you can make bread in Final Fantasy XIV online?
1: Yeah, culinarian. That's a thing. Yeah, they have um, crafting and gathering jobs as well. So I have been doing leatherworking to make nice outfits, and <laughs>
0: nice, I approve.
1: Armory and blacksmithing to make like better gear to sell. To be fair, gotta make that gill somehow, <laughs> and and culinarian to you know make food. Um, but yeah, no, it's 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 good for someone like me who doesn't necessarily have a fixed play style other than whatever's on the menu. Sure, I'll do that. <laughs> Just pure chaos. Chaos incarnates, yes.
0: So I, I know like you can do lots of different character builds in Final Fantasy Fourteen online. Do you have a favourite? Like do you have one that you like you go back to or
1: Well I have five characters currently across different servers. Although there's only okay. one that I play as consistently which is my cat person. Yeah. My OG. Do I have one that I go back to? Um probably my first class, which was a dragoon, which is big stabby, like long stabby and jumpy. <laughs> I did just hyperfixate recently on getting the goddess of magic title, which involved getting all of the casters up to level 70. And it's level 90 is the cap. But then weirdly, as soon as I got to level 70, I was like, right, I'm done with that now. <laughs> but I do a lot of I do a lot of healing, weirdly, which seems like really off brand for me, but but <laughs>
0: caring about other people
1: <laughs> no um, just not stabbing whether it's yeah. <laughs> whether it's dps stabbing or tank stabbing it's just like <laughs> sashi like stabbing so much <laughs> I am noticing a theme
0: that's I, consistent
1: I we... that that's definitely a consistent yeah. But no, I I do healing more than anything else because I'm good at it and I actually like the power of it. And then if people like, oh, you're gonna stand in that AOE, are you? Then I'm not healing you because that's your own fucking fault. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <I'm-> <laughs> oh, oh, you you didn't put any of your like shields up or anything, Mister Tank Man. No, I'm not helping you. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm, okay. Yeah. I'm a very good healer. <laughs> healer. Uh huh. <laughs> Sure. Just, I tough.
3: kind of want to apply Might that to the like, job together. of a, pan, um, a paramedic or something. That'd be quite fun. <laughs> it's like, oh, you didn't look when you crossed the road? Well, I guess you're on your fucking own then, aren't you? <laughs> Crawl to the hospital, you dick.
0: I <laughs> the think, like D&D, a cleric who's just like, you walked into the path of that arrow. That is not
1: my problem. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's literally the entire vibe. Like, <laughs> you know, once is a mistake. If you're going to keep getting in the way of the things, well. You're a fucking idiot.
3: Is that what you said to the hostage in L.A. Noir?
0: Yeah. Look, if he found his way in front of Sasha's bullet, that was his own problem.
2: (laughs) It
1: really was, frankly. (laughs) Yeah, no. I know that. I know that there's things probably, like, say, obviously, I do tend to gravitate towards stabby things. Nia is a classic example of that exact kind of hack and slash mechanic that I love, like combat Mm. system that I love. But I guess the the essence of that is really because I can completely free farm it. I don't have to learn anything. I yeah. can just press the buttons in the correct order, do the biggest damage possible, and then get like a nice little dopamine hit when I've taken everything down. So, See, that's what I'm not good at.
0: Like, I'm not good at like combos and stuff like that. I, I button mash. So like I would tend to go for like a rogue or ranged characters and styles because then I can sneak and stay away, <laughs> which Elden Ring, not built for, really. Um, so that's pretty challenging. But yeah, I will always go like sneaky, like rogues, bandits, generally kind of people who hide in the shadows and jump out and do the stabby, rather than like upfront stabby.
2: Yeah, I, I tend to... I mean, I used to always favour the rogue class in RPGs, but in any game where like combat is front and centre... I tend to go for the any class where, like, just smacking something does the most damage. I don't. <laughs> I just. I don't want a like a nice balanced build. I just want to be very good at hitting something. Because I feel it's like less pressure. There's less skills I have to keep track of. You want to be strong. I have a yeah. I don't want to be a strong boy. <laughs> I, I have a bit of an aversion to magic users. I think like Sasha, I like the up close and personal approach. Like. If I'm not stabbing him in the back, I definitely want to stab him in the front. <laughs> I don't want to be firing at them from afar. That's
3: I've got so many out of context things I can edit in this episode.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't thinking this through. Yeah, so yeah, I tend to I tend to like the violence. That's that's my if if whatever the best option for violence is basically my build.
3: You're like the John Moxley of gaming.
2: Yes. <laughs> yes. Nice obscure reference for
3: <laughs> that only me and you will get on this podcast <laughs> yeah i was I gonna it.
0: say i have no clue what you're about oh you did get it oh nice good 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 uh, only, I will... the, only becky
2: won't get yeah. <laughs> on this podcast
0: that's fine it's not like i'm hosting or anything
2: <laughs> <laughs> you have to work it out yourself
0: well i was guessing wrestling
2: yeah no oh, no no
0: <laughs> don't follow him be your own bad chip <laughs> <laughs>
2: no he's not allowed to be <laughs>
3: oh boy
0: okay so do you adopt the same character builds that andy does because he tells you to or
3: no like you weirdly again i, <laughs> I like yeah i like to i'm just all of you like i'm basically your three's child like you built me in a lab or something that
2: sounds about right i'm not sure how yeah i, I like something <laughs> as as built in a lab like, right. Or not some sort a lab, of chemical like spillage okay <laughs> Couldn't even afford a lab.
3: Thanks, man. That's done my self-esteem so good.
0: Um, you love me, Chip. Yeah, yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. I like the stealthy, rangy, quiet, sneak up behind you and snap your neck kind of style. And if I don't really understand the mechanics of a game, I tend to go for the tank type, so at least I can be strong, and if I don't know what I'm doing, at least it'll be more difficult for the computer to beat me. Uh, then sometimes I do like to be the healer or medic if I'm not sure what's going on as well. Like when I was playing a lot of Apex Legends, which is possibly the only online first person shooter I've ever put a lot of time into, I played as lifeline who can heal their party, so if I can't contribute by killing anything, then I'll damn sure try to heal you and be useful somehow. And won't tend to blame the players if they get shot, uh, <laughs> like Bash.
0: That was my next question. I was like, do you have specifics for when you will heal someone? Or <laughs> like are you you more free for No.
3: I, I just tend to run up to them and heal, and then they tell me that this is not the right time and we'll run away from the healing. And then I've lost the healing ability for a while. So <laughs> it, it tends to go wrong no matter what.
0: <laughs> but at least like the effort's there.
3: Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm all about the effort and yeah. the idea. It's just not in the execution.
1: Yeah. That's... Yeah, I get that. (laughs) Look, I just want to say, very few players have died on my healing watch. (laughs) And when they do, it's because they've missed a wipeout mechanic. Or the tank has done too big a pull on mobs and that's their own fucking fault. (laughs) You're so sympathetic i like that it always comes back to that as well yeah. it's like
3: i am a really great healer heal loads of people but if you die it's your own fucking fault know. Right? No.
1: sometimes it's me but there are very specific yeah. situations where i lack sympathy i will not apologize
3: maybe you should be a politician
1: i will raise them begrudgingly
2: it's your own it oh. takes up,
1: it takes up <laughs> like a quarter of my mp it's ridiculous.
2: Oh, how dare they?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, God. I'm not sure you've got the temperament to be a healer. Yeah. Just I just want to be a
1: green DPS. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever tried, like, breaking out? Of, like, And this is more towards, like, Andy and Chip, because Sasha's obviously done everything under the sun by the sounds of it in terms of character builds. Like, do you ever find yourself, to, like, trying specifically to break out of it? Because I, I know, like, I think it was uh, Dragon Age uh, Inquisition when I went to play that again. I started it and decided I was going to be a fighter type. I can't remember what they're called in the games. They might just be fighters. And I got through like about two hours of game when I was like, no, nope, I don't like this. I want to go ranged again <laughs> and like, immediately quit and started again as the rogue. Uh,
3: I, I, I can't think of any examples off the top of my head, but it's definitely something I thought about. I think most times I play a game now, it's like if there's like some sort of character build, it's like oh maybe I'll show I'll go for something different, or you know I'll play the slightly more heelish character or something like that. But nah, nah, I always try and make the good decisions in video games, and tend to just lean into the style that I have already. Mm. I don't like change, fear change. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't, I don't know if I've not any time recently. It's been a long time since I like tried to break farm and play like. Possibly like a magic caster or something. It will have been back in the World of Warcraft days, so like early two thousands would have been the last time I really, really tried to like experiment more with class types. I don't think I don't think, I don't know if Hades would count because it's not really a build, but like I, I did kind of use the bow and arrow quite a lot because that was quite handy at times. Oh, okay, I struggled but with the bow and arrow. I think that's the only time I've ever really used a ranged thing, and it's not the most intuitive combat system yeah. for, for ranged attacks but i just tend to like having as much distance as possible from things in that game <laughs> yeah <So. laughs>
3: i think actually an example i could probably give is um playing the walking dead on stream and doing what i coined the dickhead run <laughs> and trying to make the worst decisions possible yeah that's something i tried as a different thing and yep. found it very difficult in places
0: yeah i i think like the morality one is is a real thing for me like I've just started playing The Walking Dead because our next episode is going to be on The Walking Dead and I'm already like feeling myself like going straight towards like what I feel is like the morally correct or like the best of a bad bunch of decisions when I was playing Red Dead Redemption 2 uh, the second time I played it I decided I was going to try and follow the character arc of Arthur a bit a bit more so start sort of as more of an outlaw and kind of get less so as the game got on. But I just felt too guilty. Like every time my honour ticked down, I was just like, I can't do this. Like I'm too lawful good. I need to like, <laughs> I need to get it back. I need to be nice to people. <laughs> so I'd like, yeah, I I'd walk that. around like saying hi to people until it ticked back up again. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, we're back. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm <laughs> physically incapable of being bad in a game it just it goes against everything (laughs) even though it's fictional and i just i will immediately be like no
2: i must be good i'd do that a bit in red dead redemption 2 i'd be walking around trying to be nice to everybody in town and the second some assholes that like says something snide about me or like mention something that happened a couple of weeks ago or something (laughs) i'll like start antagonizing them and see if they want to throw hands and i beat the <laughs> shit out of them in the of town. And like, oh well you fucking ruined that for me didn't you prick everyone <laughs> horses and they pull a gun i'm able shoot them in the head and let the horse run away
0: <laughs> like but genuinely like the most uncomfortable gaming experiences i've had are things like game of thrones or uh, dragon age is another one as well where decisions aren't quite clear-cut and I will agonise over which one to pick because I want to pick, like, the good one. I'm too I'm too nice, guys. I need to be mean. Those
3: games make it hard because they, it's like they want you to, it, like, they'll steer you towards what you think is a good decision. And you're like, nope, that just got your entire family killed, idiot. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I just can't trust them, you know? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Telltale tell, creates trust issues.
1: There are, there are worse things to be than too nice. It's true. It's true. I do feel like it cuts off a lot of games, though, for me. Uh, well, I'm more like part of the experience of the game, surely. Mm. Then, you know, if you're always just picking what's morally right for you, that's still an entirely valid way to play a game, I think.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. Sometimes I do wish that I could break out of that and just see what it's like to be, like, snarky or awful to people. But I just, if, yeah... As soon as I do it, I'm like, "Oh, I'm sorry." And I'll go back to my last save and like be nice again. <laughs> so that's my first gaming foible, guys.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're too nice unless you're in GTA online.
0: Oh yeah, but that's, you and know, that's different. Morality is a people. topsy-turvy concept in that world. <laughs> that's true.
1: <laughs> One of my ways around that. And to be fair, when we this was first suggested, I think this was my initial thought of I guess a foible is uh, I like to 100% things. So I can yes. I have to get around the morality thing often because any games that involve morality usually involve you also doing the dickhead runs. Not the Telltale games weirdly, but things like Oh, what was the one with Crusty the Crab and the weird robot boy?
2: Detroit Become Human. That's the one! Crusty <laughs> <laughs> the cr- I don't know how I fucking got that that? <laughs> uh... Um <laughs>
0: Jesus
1: Christ. I'm
2: hanging I haven't satisfied too long.
1: Yeah, that really? absolutely is. That absolutely is. Um my partner <laughs> would tell you like that is like his life just everyday we speak is me <laughs> giving really odd vague descriptions of things and he'll get it immediately and it irritates him every time. He's like I spend too much time with you. But yes. Um <laughs> So was Detroit amazing. Become Human was a classic example of I 100 at that. Oh, God, that took so much time as well. Yeah, you did that for ages. Yeah, one of the runs is the absolute cunt run. I don't think it's a dickhead run. I think it's like...
2: Oh, that's another level.
1: It's like you just have to be consistently awful to the little robot boy.
2: <laughs> I couldn't do it. I just took care of it much. Look, like, he's the goodest
1: boy!
3: I <laughs> you thinking you mean like Wally or something like that.
2: <laughs>
1: he's, he, like, it's just awful. One of the trophies is like, do you find all of his deaths across the game? And I'm like, yes, I did. And it was awful. <laughs> and I hated every minute of it. <laughs> so that wasn't Yet. it. Yeah, I did that. Until dawn, same thing. Because you have to do the everyone survives and everyone dies run. <laughs> Even the alien one we played recently, Becky, with time. Um, uh, it what? was a short game. Oh, Oxen Free. Thank you. There we go. You're
2: <laughs> the spends. alien one
1: with time.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I was not going to get that. that.
1: <laughs> no, but I knew Becky had played it. So, yeah. <laughs> and recently, like, not long after I'd played it, or the other way around, whichever. But again, 100%ing things forces you to get around your morality (laughs) that's probably a magpie thing isn't it as well it's a shiny trophy i like the platinums you do like a trophy
2: yeah i've never got that personally the platinum thing i very much i just play my way and i don't want to if they make me jump through hoops to get like something i'm like oh fuck you (laughs) i don't care i don't care if my trophy thing looks like shit
1: tell you what though nothing nothing will make me quit a game and uninstall it faster then realizing that I can't 100% it because of some stupid little finickety thing that I've missed earlier down the like being gated out of 100%, and the idea that I would have to play it for another 40 hours again. Yes, I'm looking at you, Spiritfarer. That was fucking bullshit.
2: Mm.
1: <laughs> I was so close to platinum it, platinumming it. Yep. And, um,
2: <laughs> yeah, do that, do that, do that. Yeah.
1: And, uh, as soon as I realised that it hadn't worked, the thing that I thought had worked, I was like, oh, you fucking cunts. Um, I'm swearing a lot. Sorry. Maybe there <laughs> needs to be a swearing warning <laughs> on Sasha today.
0: I mean, it's usually Andy saying all the swear words, so at yeah. least have got a different voice. But
1: I get really passionate about it. Like, it really annoys me when I can't. Yeah,
0: I had that recently. Like for It was a story element. That you got a bad ending if you you didn't do this like one particular thing. And I don't do bad endings. And I started the whole game again because I was like, no, nope, I'm not having that. <laughs> this
1: is not <laughs> happening. I want the good ending. So so you didn't do a chip playing Bioshock then?
3: I fucking knew <laughs> that was gonna come <laughs> out. As soon as Becky said that. I knew it.
1: <laughs> the thing is. Becky lined up the segue perfectly. I did. I did. Unintentionally, but
0: I'm so glad you took it.
3: (laughs) Well, I did replay that and I got the good ending, so.
2: Good for you. The first one that counts. One child, one dead child and I was punished for it. Yes. My opinion of games like like Moral Choice Games is the first decision you make is the one you would make.
3: (laughs) Never mind, Chip. No. No, that's not right. It was a mistake. I didn't know what was going to happen it's a theory they tell you
0: what was gonna happen
3: well maybe i didn't know i don't know it was ages ago (laughs) that i played it and i felt bad and i did it once and never did it again it's awful
2: (laughs) you did your time chip thompson
3: (laughs) child killer in chuck no
2: that's definitely getting caught i bet
3: (laughs) (laughs) chip thompson superhero awesome man that's what i'll put in there
0: average human (laughs) <laughs> distinctly average
2: <laughs> so, yeah i was just thinking about something like what something sasha said just before about swearing that would be one of my quirks i guess i call it <laughs> for gaming in life mm-hmm. you've, you've all played gta and four guys with me so you know how <laughs> I, I get but yeah so now i i live with a nine-year-old child who has <laughs> like a strong moral objection to bad language so I am arguably the worst possible person to be a father in these circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> I have to really try hard to keep my uh, andyisms contained, <laughs> uh, so I can't just like excl- like fiddle my dick or piss on my ass or call someone <laughs> cock fingers or something. Um,
3: <laughs> no, no impressionable
2: young man needs to hear all that. So. Uh,
3: oh, so well. You like. <laughs> you're just like the story dice of swearing it's amazing it's like your brain just rolls for these different <laughs> words and throws them together
0: yeah, it, takes, it takes a
2: lot of self-control not to do it now. and
0: sometimes like i think that the bit that gets me is that when you do that they always make sense in some weird way oh amazing
2: <laughs> it's worrying to know that but yeah <laughs> she, she still hears a lot of the f word because i have limits yeah there's only so much self-control i can do. So yeah, swearing would be one of my big foibles.
0: <laughs> yeah. I tend to talk to myself a lot when I'm playing games. Which oh, yeah. again, I've discovered recently that I mimic the Sims a lot and <laughs> we'll just be like, Festello do <laughs> And which is fine when I'm on my own. Did however do it with my boyfriend sat next to me the other night and the look he gave me was very much one of why am I here?
2: So it's not like Am I having a stroke? <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: Well, because I was like repeating after them, and I do that a lot. Like, girl? yeah. I talk to the Sims. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a lot I I should learn Simlish, maybe.
2: Sounds like you already do.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. But I don't know what I'm saying. I'm probably saying like, "Andyisms" in another language,
2: and not realizing. <laughs> <laughs> Cock fingers <laughs> in Sims. Turns <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> on the context, I guess. If you burnt, if you burnt like some steak, they might. go the dude <laughs> <my> ah. deck.
3: <laughs> so I think one of mine would be having to clear areas of maps before I finish the main story and that includes like doing things like all the side quests and finding as many of the secrets as I'm going to find so you know if I know I'm on the last mission for the main story, and there's like half the map that hasn't been uncovered yet. I haven't been to all the locations. I haven't done all the side quests. I I have to finish them first. It's rare that I'll finish a game and go back to doing all the side stuff because it just feels pointless. Then it's like that character's journey is done and I want to move on to a new game. So I will often <laughs> come to this big climatic moment and be like, you know, what? just give me another 60 hours or so. <laughs> and then I'll come and sort this out. All right. it's I know oh, it's, it's, fine. I know it's no the end problem. of the
0: world, but I need to go find a statue. <laughs> It can yeah, wait, that right. treasure
3: chest over there hasn't been opened yet, <laughs> so I need to I need to go sort that first.
2: I haven't collected five lambs' legs for this butcher. <laughs> <laughs> but you know,
3: going back to what you were saying about those kind of contradictions and stuff, is that I I'm not a platinum hunter at all. Like I don't go for that sort of thing. Like I'm not big on the trophies. Like I might start out that way and be like, yeah, I'll try and get as much as possible, but I don't have that many. And anyone I do have is purely accidental because the game is very nice about just giving them out <laughs> for idiots like me who don't try very hard. And, you know, especially if there's any sort of like trophy for achievements for finishing the game on the super high shit your pants and die level of difficulty. Yeah. It's like, no, I'm not going to do that straight out. So yeah, I do put a lot of time into games that I just pad games out with all this sort of stuff. Yeah. Um. So that would definitely be one of my foibles.
2: Yeah. I have a lot of issues with platinum getting platinums like you, uh, when there's unreasonable, like, demands. Like, Final Fantasy VII Remake, I'm only two trophies away from platinum. One of them is, the completing it in hard mode. Ugh. Which, you no. know, I feel like I could do it if I dedicated the time, but one of them is beating that guy at a pull-ups contest. And I, I spent, like, about four hours <laughs> doing that. And, like, the closest I got, we got a draw, and it still said I lost. And I went, fuck you. At least tell me I had a draw there. Don't just say I lost. Fucking assholes. <laughs> i just yeah i at that point i was just like nah i i think i'm i think i've got the most i could get out of this game i'm just gonna put it down now and walk away before i start resenting one of my favorite games (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: just to go back to chip's point on like mop-up i will so i i tend to take the approach of i will explore and do as many side quests as possible before going to the main storyline Especially with something like Horizon or um, Red Dead. Like, I want to be enjoying the story and not have to worry too much about, like, the difficulty of it. Because I find, like, nothing takes me out of a story faster than getting stuck on a bit for, for ages. So, you know, if I'm not wanting to drop the difficulty, I will make myself ridiculously OP for main story
3: quests. <laughs> yes. Because it's
0: just, yeah. And I, I love side quests. Like, I will fetch quest till, you know, the sun goes down. I love them. And I think they're often, like, they're a testament to a good game is how much detail they put into the side quests and, like, where they feed into, you know, the character's story. I know we talked about the one in Horizon Zero Dawn uh, where all of Aloy's friends from the side quests come and help her at the end, and that was a really nice payoff to to that sequence of, of quests. So I'm always frightened of missing something. I get like major FOMO playing big open world games if I haven't like gone all over the map and and discovered all there is. And the best games to me are the ones where I'm still finding stuff on replays where I didn't necessarily see it before, like the weird mountain Satan guy in Red Dead Redemption Two that I wandered into by accident. (laughs)
3: <laughs> oh that's a weird one to wander into yeah, as well really isn't it because it's just like what the fuck is going <laughs> on just here
0: like, why why
3: <laughs> <laughs> i do exactly the same again becky i think we have very similar foibles i think we do <laughs> just the over leveling i have to do it like if a level if a quest is like for level 42 well, i'm not doing it at 42 i'm not even doing it at 43 i'm waiting till 52 before i go and do that like yeah absolutely. there's no way and like even in games where that sort of thing isn't applicable like firewatch for instance so like you know you don't level up or anything like that but i you go to different areas and i will search all those areas for shinies or secrets Uh, again up to a point not to where i'm like i have to find all of them but just like i'll have a good look around and you know if there's anything really hidden or out of the way i just now nah, i'll look up a tutorial online if i need it but like yeah a lot of my time goes into that sort of stuff as well making sure i'm op yeah. for these big fights and encounters that are coming my way
0: i think this is why we both spent so fucking long rowing around skellager for all the fucking question marks.
3: <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't a trophy for I it i
0: know and the treasure wasn't upset. even that good on most of them But no. i'm still mad about it
3: me too it was the most Possibly the most pointless thing I've ever done in a video yeah. game that I love.
0: Oh, yeah, I didn't even love the game. I was just
2: committed at that
0: point.
3: <laughs> oh, that's worse for you then.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On on the topic of like progress, you know, like progressing through the game, I've got another one where it's about saving and forgetting to do it. <laughs> so. It happened to me in games like uh, *Horizon Zero Dawn* and, like, most devastatingly of all, *Final Fantasy VII* the original. Mm. Now, I've mentioned these before on the podcast, but if people haven't seen those, heard those episodes, I forget frequently to save or keep multiple saves going to keep my pro- like track my progress. And I'll get to a point where I'm stuck, and I need to go back and like backtrack and like try and build myself up a bit more so I can take on the challenge. And i realised realise the nearest save I've got is like five plus hours ago. And I have to reload and mm. just go back all the way. It only, this only happens with games I really love. Otherwise, I'm just like, you know what? I had a good run. I'm just going <laughs> to uninstall this game now. <laughs> Never just mind. Leave it. It's fine. I, I mean, with Final Fantasy VII, I did commit. Horizon Zero Dawn, I had to turn it off, like uninstall it, come back to it before we recorded our episode on it and just play it all the way through that time. But like it's it is a frequent problem for me, just forgetting to save when I I, I really have to like sometimes I have to write post it note on some game to say save now. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I, when I look at it, I go, oh I should save now.
0: Also, save is like the best invention.
2: Yeah, that's why I yes. like uh, Elden Ring. It, mm. It's not really a save thing. Like you just play it. If you die, you go back to your previous spot. And yeah. when you turn the game off, it just saves you where wherever you are stood. You don't you don't have to put you, you can't save on the fly if you kind of stuck in a situation you know fuck it you'll die and you just come back somewhere else and try again
0: yeah and there's no like you don't have to go and collect all the collectibles again it's not a reset it's just a yeah you died here you go
2: yeah worst case scenario you drop your runes and then you die immediately after that and then you've lost your runes i lost thirty
0: two thousand the other day Oof. (laughs) and it was purely by accident because i died like fighting you know the rune farming bit we talked about I died fighting one of those weird side things and then I accidentally fell off a cliff like straight after
2: yeah I've done that I've done that many times
0: and just I just sort of watched it happen and was like oh 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 no and then I'd like
2: slide (laughs) I'd like slide down a cliff but like I'd hit like I'd stop suddenly on like a ledge and I'd be okay and then I kind of drift off that ledge Fall like a couple of feet, and then my guy would die. <laughs> so he fell this massive way down, like landed safely on a ledge, hopped down, like hopping down a waist high wall or something, and then suddenly uh, uh, dropped him. Uh, Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> He'd die of a broken ankle or something, you <laughs> fucking asshole. Enjoy that shattered
0: femur, you dick. <laughs> So another one of mine, just to change tact slightly, and I think I feel like Sasha might be able to jump in on this one as well. Is romancing games. Bloody love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love a romance. Like I'd just love the opportunity to romance like different characters. Like Dragon Age is great for this one, but I will always pick the same people. I will never <laughs> like and replays, never think. Oh, I should I should romance this person and see what happens. I'll be like, no, I fancy this person. This is the person I will romance. I know how this goes. <laughs> yes,
1: yes, I I I do I I do love a bit of romance in a game. I play the the visual novels that are like the romance simulators semi occasionally. I don't think I have a type though. Again, I really don't.
0: <laughs> you shock me.
1: Yeah, goth girls is a common. Theme, I think. <laughs> oh, himbo boys.
0: Yeah, I'm all about we the himbo. Carry boys. you
2: while you eat hot dogs.
1: Exactly. <laughs> yes. Strong, strong women. Himbo men. That's that's the thing. Women with swords. Oh, women with swords are like the best. <laughs> Video game session, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> just in life. just. <laughs> I mean, yeah, obviously. <laughs> um,
3: there was someone listening, There's like a goth girl with a sword who's was about to DM you, it was like, oh. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> Persona 5 was great for that, because there's like 10 romanceable options, and I am aware that there's... So you can, in theory, choose to date more than one of them, um, but it will give you a... a a bad-ish ending well it looks like a funny ending so I'm really tempted to do that one time because it's honestly just such a perfect game I definitely I find myself sitting and thinking about it sometimes I've been watching the anime which also doesn't help but (laughs) I will ship characters for sure I have a very strong ship of my main um pc in (laughs) ff14 uh, with one (laughs) of the npcs on there much to the amusement yeah. of my partner, because it was a, a character that I only started to really like after they went through some shit, some shit being both <laughs> capitalized. Like, it was only when they started to go through some things and then they became a bit over everything. Mm. Like, just really exhausted at the world and just seemed a bit angry all the time and grisly and gruff. But they're also so pretty because it's a JRPG and everything is pretty. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I definitely have a sad himbo type in games Mm. or like adorable himbo because Aloy and Erin forever. Is he a himbo? Yeah.
3: Really? You're going to put that out there? That's not like you. I know.
0: (laughs) I I like to surprise occasionally, you know? Yeah.
3: Okay. Interesting. (laughs) We should chat about that sometime.
1: (laughs) I just love them so much. (laughs) I would love to see you play like one of the dating sims. Said, oh my
0: god. I'd like I'm slightly terrified of playing them because I think I will get way too into it. Well, first
1: of all, try Monster Prom. And yes. um, if you play it with Chip, you can make him cry. Which is it's, like yes, an added very bonus. true. Hey. It was only once. What? <laughs> it was only once. Yeah, but like it put Probably you off playing you bring it up that heartbreak for on the so podcast. long. You got so invested in getting a date.
3: I was Calculus. in love. <laughs> <laughs> the robot.
1: Yeah, I, th- I feel like like the
0: rejection might be a little too real. <laughs> I think that's part of the problem. I'd just be like, oh no, here we go again.
3: Oh, Becca, we can't play that game together. <laughs> no. <laughs> be a mess. Jesus. I mean... It's a
1: horrible
0: emotional wreck.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's to be fair, that is a, an example of a game where the most of the time you probably don't get the date, so it's funny. Try doing it when you're trying to get a date with the character that you're fairly certain is based on your partner at this point. and get rejected and be like oh okay (laughs) oh no (laughs) fine won't hold it against you or anything absolutely does (laughs) you know that even dating simulators though i tend to play the the weird and stupid ones like the um the kfc finger licking good dating simulator (laughs) (laughs) oh did you actually end up playing that um, I love you, Colonel Sanders. That was it. Um, I have played some of it off stream, and a game I would love to play on stream at some time would be the um, the Daddy Dating Simulator.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, weird <laughs> yeah. Yeah. dating simulators are the best, but the ones that are just really fucking weird are also the best. Like, hot Colonel Sanders is a thing I didn't need in my life. <laughs> I just, I just didn't need. Is it Is he like
2: sad himbo hot? No, no. No. Uh, he's just... He's got a chicken empire. Why would he be sad? Yeah.
0: Well, you know, but he might be like... He might be a vegetarian, secretly. And he's tortured by all this chicken death.
2: No, He really he's... chose the wrong business to get into. <laughs> 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 then again, he is a himbo. He might be a bit stupid.
0: Yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> uh, curses the days he came up with the secret herbs and spices
2: speaking of uh sad vibes no i don't know this isn't an actual segue. i, don't know. <laughs> I, to I was like oh somewhere. okay no i don't have there's no sad vibes involved i don't think <laughs> another one of my big definite foibles very much rooted in stubbornness is uh defensive mechanics in games oh, i was if hoping I can you'd get, talk about this like if I can get away with not using a function in combat that I don't like or I don't understand, like I absolutely will. Like if it's dodging, blocking, parrying, especially parrying, uh, I just avoid that shit as much as I can. Like Even if it means the fight is going to take three times as long, <laughs> or I have to blow through all of my potions and take like irreparable damage to my gear... I'll, I'll just do it. I don't care. I'm not fucking learning how to parry. I was fucking <laughs> terrible at Guitar Hero. Timing is not one of my strong suits. But, like, Sifu and Elden Ring, they've kind of... They've forced me to shake that habit a little bit. Mm. Maybe not so much the parrying. I can parry in Sifu sometimes, but sometimes I just get the shit kicked out of me when I try. But, like, dodging and ducking and uh, blocking and stuff like that, I've had to le- relearn these skills... I, even with games like ufc i would not do it i'd just take the punches to the face as much as i could like i was in a fucking boxing scene in rocky <laughs> just, uh, just taking absolute abuse like just my face wailed on like just with no regard for like the concussions i'm going to be experiencing <laughs> and they won't be addressed until rocky 5 which was the worst rocky so they should not be making me think of this it's, <laughs> i just i yeah i hate that sort of thing I it it's it makes playing games like Mortal Kombat very difficult, which is why I don't play a lot of em ups anymore. It's yeah, I'm I'm very set in my ways <laughs> as far as like combat goes in games. It's very hard for me to change those habits.
0: Yeah, I think this is where my my range always comes in. Like I just dodge all the time. Like I, my characters are constantly rolly pollying everywhere. Like they must have such like cricks in their necks. From just the amount of like <laughs> rolling that they do. But yeah, I'm I'm the same like in terms of melee combat. I suck at melee combat, which I've mentioned already, but I will button mash. Like anytime they're like, oh, you could do this fantastic, wonderful combo. I'm like, yeah, great. Not gonna do that. If if I do it by accident. Cool. <laughs> which made aspects of the melee combat in Horizon Forbidden West quite interesting. <laughs> because they're very much like there's a lot of combos that you can use. And every time I used one by accident, I'd be like, yay, I did it! And then just not remember how I did it. I'd just be like, yeah, like square, square, circle, X, dodge, cool, yep, whacked it, killed him, awesome.
3: (laughs) It's a good tactic, I like it.
0: Thank you,
2: it works for me. (laughs) Yeah, I've kind of done, like, just doing something by accident and then suddenly thinking, oh shit. Like, I did manage to successfully parry somebody in Elden Ring once and I'd, like, like, one shot killed him because I parried him, so well mm-hmm. i thought fuck i've got this went to the next guy he killed me immediately <laughs> i couldn't parry again I was like, what? what how yeah,
0: what the second you ever try to do one of these things actually in game and not in a tutorial doesn't work like i can't i can't get the block like heavy attack combo right in elden ring at all but every time i do it accidentally i'm so pleased with myself and it's so effective but no it just it i can't if my brain just does not hold on to that information.
3: It's the game's fault, though, I find. It's always the bullshit that's been programmed in rather than your own skill level, you know? Oh,
0: yeah, 100%. I, yeah.
3: I'll, I'll go with that. Yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs>
0: it's not the, just that I have very particular approaches to games.
3: <laughs> no, it's the bullshit. That's what causes it. <laughs> I think it, it kind of fits into saying um, I had listed down as one of my foibles as well, was that I think sometimes I will try and change what the game wants itself to be. Mm. So something like Uncharted, which is meant to be this all out kind of action balls to the wall thrill ride. No, I'm going to hide and stealth for as long as I possibly can (laughs) and pick off all the guys one by one. And if I can run away and you know have the enemies give up again, I will absolutely do that. I'm not here for an action film. (laughs) I want to stealth my way through and hide in a bush. (laughs) I
0: spend so much of my gaming time hiding in foliage. (laughs)
3: our characters must have such amazing quads from all the crouching (laughs) that they do
0: just really good butts (laughs) like
2: batman
3: (laughs) (laughs) you might not be good fighters but your ass looks magnificent
0: yep (laughs) and that's the important thing (laughs) (laughs) i mean speaking of looking at magnificent the one i haven't mentioned yet is probably my biggest foible um, in terms of how I approach games, and is definitely something we've mentioned on this podcast before, but I just fucking love an outfit, and if I can spend time dressing my characters, getting them looking really, really cool, I will absolutely spend that time, and also the in-game money, 100%. I just, I just love looking fabulous as a character.
3: I mean, I think as three people have waited for you to come out of a clothes shop in a game before, <laughs> I think, yeah, <laughs> we're, we're very aware that, that this is one of your things. But the thing
0: yeah, is, I've... I am not like that in real life. I hate clothes shopping. And, like, <laughs> I could not care less about fashion or anything like that. But if it's a character, oh, my God, they have to look neat. They have to look good. <laughs>
2: Yeah, just talk about the the going in the clothes shop. Like I remember in GT Online, you like we only just started. I just bought this flying fortress thing, this big fucking huge. Like it was like something from the Avengers or something. And I was flying over to show it off. <laughs> I got to Becky and she was in the clothes <laughs> shop, and ah, oh, fuck, she's in that clothes shop. So I just landed this big fucking. Oh yeah behemoth vehicle outside the clothes shop and i was sat there waiting because (laughs) becky couldn't see what's going on outside i was just waiting and waiting i was sat there for so long i thought someone's gonna kick off about this there's gonna be like the police are gonna notice come and get me or something this is getting nerve-wracking Look. I was just like, patiently waiting in this super fortress that I'd spent so much money on. <laughs> I would like just waiting for Becky to come out in a new jacket. But she, <laughs> she spent a fraction of what I spent on it. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake!
0: <laughs> I look so good though. <laughs> yeah, I've always also does. stolen
2: her car several times when she's done this. Yes, like, yes, you, know you have. I'm just or shut up and run outside so the shop yeah. closes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you force my <laughs> See, hands. <laughs>
1: You always go for looking good and like really cool. I find I always go for looking as extra as possible.
0: <laughs> yes,
1: even if that's somehow low key, like my banana leggings and banana jumper, <laughs> my beloved outfit for a uh, lemon fresh in in GTA. Yeah, it, it that persists for me in games as well. Like when I'm look, if you can pick like the armor or you know, even if it's not to the detail of going to a shop to you know an in-game shop to like kit yourself out or anything but you know like even when you're starting up and things mm. i'll be like what looks extra like, <laughs> what has the most ridiculous looking sword or what just looks a bit over the top i'm like <laughs> yeah but there's a solid argument for that in in real i i have like two aesthetics in real life either bait like a little bit goth or like someone once described me as looking like a grown-up rugrat, so (laughs) (laughs) Uh. so those are, that's uh, my two vibes, I guess Um. (laughs) I mean it works it works so well (laughs)
3: Uh, well, as someone who looks like a grown-up Tommy Pickle, I can appreciate
0: this. <laughs> I, I can verify that you do look like a grown-up Tommy Pickle.
3: <laughs> yeah, there's photographic evidence. <laughs> my
2: my final thing is like, you know, speaking of it being like adult babies, I don't know whether it's necessarily a foible, but it's something that has plagued me in recent years. Oh god. I'm just gonna read out what I wrote verbatim here. <clears throat> Being a soft whittle baby boy who doesn't remember how to play retro games anymore. <laughs> I
3: just,
0: I don't know where I, I, just, thought just... I was
3: going. This is like unpublished tweet that you've not <laughs> saying no. I
0: thought you were going down that I always seem to play games with men in nappies, Ruth.
2: <laughs> no, I've only played one of those. No, I just, I enough. just can't play the classics that I used to play as a kid anymore. Like, it may just gaming mechanics have evolved maybe gaming peripherals are more comfortable to hold i don't know what it is but going back to play a classic game it's it's like playing fucking elden ring like blind (laughs) i can't do it it's really frustrating it feels i don't know why but i don't like feeling like a worse gamer than me with my stupid tiny child hands and undeveloped brain i feel like i should be better than that and it's just very frustrating. Are we talking about like retro Crash, B- games.
0: Crash Bandicoot specifically? Because that was a traumatic Ugh. experience for me, going back and being terrible at it.
2: I, I didn't... I was never good at Crash Bandicoot anyway. like <laughs> It just came to mind a lot when I was doing my research for the LJN ranking list. I had to play every game on that list. And some of them I was okay at. Some of them I just absolutely ate shit. I mean, most of them I ate shit. <laughs> it took me a while to get into them. I was like, this how did I do this when I was a kid? Makes me doubt everything I think I know about myself as a gamer.
0: <laughs> Older games are hard, though, sometimes, going back to them. I Like, I yeah. we talked about it in, with Final Fantasy VII, like, kind of regressing back to that sort of era in gaming and how it worked. Like, sometimes it just doesn't click again like it used to.
2: Yeah, I think it is just that the, the genre, the medium, has evolved so much Yeah, that all the weird little quirks that we had to compensate for, maybe when we were kids like timing and stuff like that it's all changed now and our muscle memories kind of rewired a bit i don't know what it is but yeah it's 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 frustrating sometimes it takes a bit more time than i'd hope to get into something like super mario world which i used to just be able to play perfectly all the time
3: i did that going back and playing the um the gta remasters when they came out as well i yeah. mean i mean what happened with that is a whole other story anyway but obviously they said they changed it to gta 5 controls and they kind of have but not really it's still that old school kind of mentality the
2: handling is definitely yeah old school
3: oh my god yeah and it was so frustrating to have to go back and be like like you said how did my tiny baby mind play this game because
2: i i can't i can't do it it was so frustrating i'm glad i'm not alone at that
0: oh we're all getting old
2: yeah i'm definitely i'm fucking 40 now jesus christ (laughs) and (laughs) he's old as fuck Yay!
0: <laughs> so, I just want to know, like, is there, like, can you pinpoint one specific ridiculous thing in our gaming histories that fed that, like, specific foible or quirk, like any of the ones that we just talked about or another one that you haven't mentioned yet? What kind of sums up your experience as a gamer with very specific ideas of how to go about things? Andy?
2: Oh, me again. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I just feel like you're going to have something for this.
2: Yes, I do. I'm actually going to go over something very recent. I've already mentioned it briefly. When I beat General Rodan in Elden Ring, mm. and it ties into my thoughts on defensive combat mechanics, I thought Elden Ring had kind of started to rewire my way of thinking about that. But when I fought General Rodan, I just thought, oh no, I, I remember why I fucking hate this sort of thing. So, like, after a dozen... Also, failed attempts of just trying, like, my best to play the game on its terms. Like, sometimes I'd do really well, get really close. Sometimes it'd feel like my balls had been ripped clean off my body (laughs) and sautéed in crude oil and then served back to me on a nest of barbed wire. Wow, that good. Yeah, That nine-year-old's in bed, right? (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, at that point I was just done fighting the guy on his terms, like, going up, like, you know, One to one, well, not to one to one, but the the way this fight is set out is there are like summon portals where you can bring in NPCs to help you fight, and even with them helping you, if you go at Redan one to one, he's he's a fucking giant, and he will mess you up. So I just I just got fed up of it, and I decided you know what I'm just going to try something else. I'm not going to actually do anything. So (laughs) I summoned every NPC on the battlefield. And then I got on my horse and I just rode as far away from the battle as I could. <laughs> and I just, in the distance, I saw all these little, like, NPCs jumping around fighting this giant and, like, epic music going in the background. And I'm just in the distance, like a little coward, <laughs> running around, waiting for them. When they all died, I'd come back, I'd run around, wait for them to summon again, and then I'd just watch it again, all over again. Just This <laughs> this went on for a long time, actually. <laughs>
0: this is this is mining chip's standard gaming experience i think
2: (laughs) yeah it's great sometimes he'd have his back turned it'll look like he's really distracted i'd run up behind him twat him once run away as fast as i could (laughs) which is incidentally was always my tactic whenever a big bar fight would break out in a nightclub i I, I knew from experience (laughs) that worked So, so it took me a good like 20 to 30 minutes to beat him like i i maybe hit him three times in the course of that fight i'm not necessarily proud of how it went down, but I'm also not unproud of it because I felt like I just told myself afterwards, like if it wasn't a viable tactic in the game, they wouldn't let you do it. So I'm 100% you know gonna this. I feel like it, I feel like that's valid. Yeah, and it's I wish I'd done it much sooner because I could have I could have spared myself like two weeks of lots of repression of creative swearing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Amazing, Sasha.
1: Okay, so this is this is a safe space, right? Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yes. Yeah. Uh, no one's
1: listening, <laughs> it's fine. So, I have memory, I have recent-ish memory, which is all you're going to get, because I can barely remember things from a few days ago. So, <laughs> things from a few hours ago, to be fair. But the most ridiculous thing I've done in a game to feed a specific obsession, and as I said, I think the only thing you can class as me having is uh, an obsession, with a game is if I've decided I'm platinuming a game. So I don't do it for everything I play, but there'll be certain games where I'll go, nope, I'm getting the trophy. And <laughs> there's a really minging trophy in Nier Automata. Yep. Which is like one of my favorite games easily. I've read about it. I- I'm gonna make you all play it because we're gonna talk about it at some point. Like it's truly special. To me. But one of the trophies is called What Are You Doing? And the main one of one of the main characters in Nia is To B. You might have seen models of To B or pictures of To Be or you might have seen my drawings of To B. She's a sexy lady with a big sword and um <laughs> she wears like one of those the classic Lolita style dresses that's like really popular in Japanese culture. But it's got like a really big thigh slit type thing and beneath it she essentially is wearing like a thong, I guess. And the trophy is for upskirting to B ten times.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: Like, because what will happen is if you if the camera is positioned so that you're looking up the skirt, 2B will bat the camera away. Like it's a fourth wall breaking thing. And if you do that ten times, you'll get the trophy. And I have that trophy and I'm so ashamed of it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So, so did did you know you had to do it ten times, or was this just something that happened? Oh incidentally? No, no! So
1: I'd finished the game, and like I've, the runs A through E, because they've got it's um, an ending for every letter of the alphabet. But the true ending of the game is ending E. Um, so I'd finish those, and then I looked up the trophy guide for what was missing trophy wise. Oh, that's a relief. To because guess. there was no way that I was. <laughs> going through it individually it's also possible that it's one of the trophies you know how on like playstation some of them you can see and some of them you can't so it's possible you can just see it anyway i'm not sure i can't remember but i know that i looked it up specifically and like did it in like a 10 minute like shame spiral
3: (laughs) (laughs) just drank like a bottle of whiskey first i am so
1: sorry to be. i'm not a pervert well not that kind of pervert like i just (laughs) think you're very beautiful
2: (laughs) You're a much more specific pervert.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'd let like you stab me and I'd apologise for getting in the way of your sword.
2: It's a good thing this is a safe space. <laughs> I nearly choked on my drink when you said that last bit. <laughs>
1: I have a type.
2: <laughs> you do have a type. <laughs> We've learned a lot.
1: We
0: have. I, I mean, I'm always hesitant to ask Chit what the most ridiculous thing he's done. But what? in the interest of fairness...
3: I would resent that if it wasn't true. (laughs) I love you. Uh, Well, (laughs) mine is going to be playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. (laughs) I was going to say this is a
2: joke, but fucking hell.
3: (laughs) No, but you're, you know, as much as we do it for the bit and, you know, it's true. I, you know, I believe the reason I've stuck with that game for so long is that fucking Ubisoft played right into my fucking need to check things off a map and clear areas and sneak into places like that's all their game is they don't even put a lot of hard work and variety into these side missions but i do it anyway because i get that weird satisfaction from clearing everything off and i'm nearly 200 hours into that game i've been playing it for two years and yes i mostly keep it as a stopgap between other games now and to annoy andy but i still want to finish it I still enjoy myself when I play it and I do think the main story is good I think Cassandra as a main character is really good but that game is just so full of fucking padding but I just I, I get that something from it and enjoy it once I've cleared a little got the little check mark on the map that that base has been taken over of that man has been stabbed <sighs> and you know I'm a fan of the franchise anyway but I'm probably just going to keep playing these games eventually because it just satisfies my soul <laughs> in a terrifyingly sad way
2: ah, i'm gonna not... feel really stupid for this because like, I, I, have you seen that assassin's creed valhalla is going to be on ps plus as part of the premium <laughs> yeah oh is it really yeah oh no yeah so it's never gonna <laughs> uh, end yeah it's never no. gonna no. end that
3: game's longer and bigger apparently it is apparently. yeah uh.
0: it's okay chip though because i do enjoy playing odyssey and i do go back to it every now and again so you're all good You're not alone. Thanks,
3: Becky. (laughs) Thanks.
0: (laughs) And I don't even like the Assassin's Creed franchise, but again, it's that weird need to, like, (laughs) do (laughs) shit. And so mine, I mean, you can probably guess, like, what mine is related to, to be honest. The biggest one is all my Sims expansion packs, which I've not really bought for the addition of, like, experiences or new things for the Sims. I get them solely based on the hairstyles and outfits that they include and if I want them. Everything else is just byproduct.
2: product I know Sasha just said she'd, she'd be happy to be stabbed by a lady, but I'm now judging you very harshly.
0: <laughs> I know, I know. But honestly, like I spend so long on the Sims creation thing that like, almost actually like playing them out as the Sims now is just less satisfying. And then I change their outfits regularly while I'm playing. I just, I need a lot of clothes for them now. And all of the expansion packs and the kits are enabling me in ways that are unhealthy. But I like it.
3: Hey, as long as you're not upskirting them when you're changing the outfits, you're doing <laughs> pretty well.
0: True. Yeah, I've never knowingly upskirted a sim. <laughs>
2: She's jumping out. That
1: the- was ten times. <laughs> and it was... Yeah, it wasn't once. <laughs> 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 that was your defense <laughs> I love this this is
0: a judgment free zone chip oh my god you did this
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's only because it's bash yeah. I
0: know we know you have your special friendship antagonism <laughs> yeah. whatever it is friend friend antagonism. yeah <laughs> frenemies
1: best best toxic best friends so yeah
0: those are our foibles I think one thing we've all established is we're quite weird And I like it.
3: (laughs) (laughs) We established that a long time ago.
0: Well, yeah, it's true. I feel like this is just like a concentrated weird, though. Like, this is, you know, laying out our...
3: Specific (laughs) (laughs) weirds.
0: Our specifics. And it would be great to hear from you guys as well out there, our listeners, you know, what are the weird things that you get up to in games or, like, the weird setups you have? Do you have, like, specific quirks? Tweeters, we'll do the socials at the end, as per normal, but... Yeah, it'd be really cool to find out that we're not alone. Also, if you've got any recommendations for games where I can decorate the houses and build houses and outfit people, that would be great.
3: <laughs> no, don't enable Becky. Don't do that.
1: Have you considered House Flipper, Becky?
0: I no, I I yeah, it's on my list. <laughs> Thought it might be. <laughs> I saw it was like, oh my god, this is amazing.
1: It's very soothing to watch other people play it. I would not have the patience. Like, I haven't even decorated my own house. I love decorating my own house. I don't want to play a game where I have to do that. But yeah, it feels like it'd be right up your street.
0: That's the thing, though. My my own house is completely unpacked and undecorated. But if you give it to me in game form, it would be done in hours. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That leads me nicely to my recommendation, actually, which is definitely something that's feeding my interior design obsession. It's the redecor game which kept getting advertised to me and essentially all it is is they give you rooms to decorate and kit out and you do and other people vote on it. Uh, it's free to download and it's free to play. There are in-game purchases if you want. Uh, I haven't bought anything for it but you can you can get enough of the in-game currency to keep unlocking stuff if you're happy to plug away at it, which I am. And it's just really soothing. Like I've been playing it before I've been going to bed. And honestly, it's just working. So I am unashamed that my recommendation is an interior design fake app.
3: <laughs> I mean, perfect, right? What a perfect thing to recommend after just that conversation. Exactly. Yeah.
0: I see, like when I started thinking about what I was going to recommend, I was playing it and I was just like, yep, it has to be like, this is fate. <laughs> so if you two are obsessed with... What kind of wallpaper would look good with a mustard yellow sofa? I can recommend this game. And that's it. That's that's another month, guys. Thank you for joining me on this uh, quest into our collective gaming ids. It's been illuminating, slightly terrifying, and definitely un- unnerving in places. It's
2: kind of like in a horror movie where someone sets a flare off and the monster is right in front of them. <laughs> that's the kind of illuminating it's been.
0: Yeah, no, I get that. <laughs> resent that we've all learned things about each other today
1: (laughs) you already knew what kind of monster i was i have zero filter oh wait no yeah oh no this was more about
0: actually yeah seeing it concentrated i think i think it's the concentrated dose of it
3: (laughs) yeah this definitely got me thinking about a lot of that stuff and how i play games like you came up with it just before i think horizon twin west came out so as i was playing that i was thinking about this episode while I was playing it and like, oh yeah, I play every fucking game exactly the same. (laughs) What is going on? Weirdly,
0: it was uh, replaying Horizon Zero Dawn last year that made me think of it. It took me a while to like work out how to suggest it as a topic, but yeah, I was like sat there like, oh, I'm playing this the exact same way I played it the first time round. Like, I'm not doing anything (laughs) differently.
3: (laughs) Oh, that's some lovely symmetry there.
0: Yeah, check us out. If you do want to tweet us your weird gaming quirks and foibles, or even if you just want to say the word foible a couple of times at us, you can find <laughs> us on Twitter at one uppod We're there on Instagram as well. We have our website now, which Andy is filling with content regularly, and it's all great. It's all really fun to read. And that's 1uppod.com. Yep. Yep.
2: I will remember that, that I one I sprung day. for the karma. I didn't go cheap with the .co.uk. Uh oh,
0: check you out. Yeah, so Sasha, where can people find you? I am um, Bash at Demonhead on things... Great, Chip.
3: <laughs> I am at the Chip Thompson on Twitter, and you can find me uh, on Twitch at Chip Thompson's Thumbs, where I am trying to finish Assassin's Creed Odyssey on stream. So you can come watch me do that and see Andy's closure in real time.
2: Or the rage. And hopefully, you remember to put the mic on this time.
3: <laughs> yes, there, w- there was a few technical issues getting back into things on both the two streams I've done since I've been ba- getting back into it, but I think. Both are fixed okay. now. So, you know, next stream should be smooth sailing until something else goes wrong.
2: And Andy? I'm um, on Twitter at truly underscore defective. That's all you're getting from me.
0: <laughs> and I'm on Twitter at Becky Grace Lee. I also forgot to mention that we have Twitch, which we still haven't streamed from yet, but yeah, we will. Just, just follow us. Encourage so, us. Yeah. <laughs> if we build a following, we will come as... Kevin Costner famously paraphrased. <laughs> sounds
2: like something Chip would say. <laughs> yeah, it does.
0: <did. laughs> oh no, I'm moving swiftly on from that. So yeah, so next month we will be talking about Telltale's The Walking Dead Season 1. Join us for some hideous morality choices and <clears throat> tears. But until then, don't forget to get a life and play video games. da <laughs> it <laughs>